Have no fear, hunters. For the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, it's here! Welcome back, everybody. I'm Matt Acevedo, joined as always by my amazing co-host, Christian Humes. Hello, and I'm very excited for today's Beyond episode. That's right. Especially because we have someone, uh, something, something, something's a changing here at the <laughs> UFC podcast. Something is afoot, and we have someone who will be joining us uh, for the forever. 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 Yeah. Everyone. I hope so. I, I certainly hope. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a scary time to be saying that. So yeah, hopefully forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, guys, please give a warm UFC welcome to our newest co-host. Emily Rose Jacobson. Hello. It's so good to be here. We're doing it. We are social distancing right now, and we are doing the thing. We're recording a podcast. Yeah. That's right. We had Emily on during the first season of the show, and pretty much ever since then, we've been saying, boy, it'd be great if we could just have Emily on as our third host. Aw. Even though exactly. our episode was like, I think you said it was one of the longest, because uh, we, we it was yeah. really hard to Monkey D. Luffy versus uh, Neville Longbottom. That was oh. that was a really oh, tough call. Man, yeah, man, yeah. I don't think either of them made it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they R. didn't. Neither one. Yeah. Neither one. But guys, today we oh, have a man. very special episode for you. We are not going to jump into the new season just yet. Before we get into that, we are going to continue our our in-between segments between seasons with a plus ultra episode. We're doing a My Hero Academia. We're ranking class 1A's quirks. We are going to be doing a tournament style. We have randomized the quirks, and we'll be narrowing down who has the best quirk, but we're not counting uh, all f- a one for all. That's not in it. Yeah. It just it doesn't feel fair because... Uh, well, we're not going to go into spoilers, yeah. but it just doesn't feel fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So, other than the person who literally starts the intro of the show out by saying, this is how I become the ultimate hero, <laughs> which, we, you know, it's like we'd have to give it to him for that fact. It's why the show exists. It's the entire narrative of the show. So that reason it's Yeah, he's a main character. Else, which, he's main character. Honest, yeah. He's a boy. But, like, he's only cool because everyone else is, right? One for all is a really, really great power. But I think there's a lot of other cool mm-hmm. powers, strong power, uh, like power-wise, but I think there's also a lot of really cool other quirks out there. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of yeah. that too. And like, look, one for all is cool if you don't have a quirk, but like, I would much rather be born with a quirk and not go through the immense pain and training of Ooh. breaking my body to get used to that ability. So that's true. Yeah, man. Yeah. But the rewards, you know, so very, it, is, it would be rewarding, but it would be the hardest to conquer. That's true. Although I think I feel like he, Midori got a raw deal because he got it at such a an older age. It seems like than All Might did, but he needed to train up like much faster. It seems like All it seemed like All Might had time to like build his body and learn the power. Yeah. Versus Midoriya, it's like, hey, you need to like become the new hero ASAP because we are screwed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I guess the last thing I want to say really quick before we jump in is I'm really excited to see like which of these characters we all like, well, not the characters, but the quirks we all like get behind because there's so many different weird, interesting ones. I feel like I know off the top of my head what my favorites are, but I bet we all have some different favorites for the side characters. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely have my favorites too. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this one. Let's do it. Here we go, guys. We have four Let's divisions. Read them we have off. 19, 19 people competing. We're going to go into Division 1, Round 1. We have three three quirks coming up. Here we go. Division 1, Round 1. We have the quirks. Pop-Off, which is Mineta's quirk. Tail, which is, uh, I forgot his name's quirk, but he's uh, he doesn't get much screen time. Uh, <laughs> and Explosion, which is Bakugo's quirk. <laughs> Let's go. I feel oh, like this man. is going to be the Emily. easiest yeah, I I gotta be. What? Where do you? Where do you think we should start, Emily? On this? I I mean, <laughs> I feel like you you gave me tail, you gave me pop off, and then you just say, oh yeah, and also explosion, and it's like, oh well, oh man, two of these are physical. One of these is definitely uh, not necessarily physical, but like an effect. 
So I really like effect quirks. Yeah. yeah. I do. I want to, I, I think maybe really quick, we should just describe them because the names of these, which we discovered, like, I guess we'd heard them in the show, but you don't really think about them. The names are so uh, just simplified of what they do. And I wonder how many things they've like walked back because I think when we first met Bakugo, it's like, oh, he sweats nitroglycerin. Yeah. I feel like it's slightly more than that. It's, it, <laughs> it feels like they've just walked that back a bit at this point. Yeah. And I mean, we got to give credit where credit's due. Look, Tail is uh, from user Ojiro. Um, I want to say, I look, we, we had to defend, put a little defending in, right? Tail is, it's, he kind of, it's become like a martial artist. So he has kind of like an additional limb that allows him to do like martial art moves um, and has made him very nimble and quick. The mm. And it's strong, but it's the, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got for him. Yeah. And then we got, we got, oh man, we got pop off. <laughs> We've got uh, Minoru <laughs> uh, where he can just pop off the spheres on his head. And they're sticky. Yeah, Mineta's able to... It's, like, it's so fitting that, like, the perverted yeah. character has, like, these gross, like, sticky things. It's like, ugh. Oh. It's so, it's so problematic if you really think about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's, like, it's he not, also starts to bleed good. if he uses his power too much, which is, like, even oh, scarier. <laughs> he uses grape rush. And what is it? What is it made of? <laughs> is it hair? Is it, like, what is it? <laughs> like, I don't understand this character. Although... If you asked me which power is better, I would actually, weirdly, and it's only because it's Mineta that I think it's surprising to say this, but it feels like a real and better quirk than Tail. I agree, because here's the thing, at least with with uh, with Pop-Off, to me, it feels more, it would be a really good support move. Like, if you're trying to, like, restrain villains, yeah. or, or you're trying, if you've seen him, you, we've seen him in, like, the new, in the recent movie, um, A Hero's Rising, like, use his ability to create these giant contraptions with the like i think it's, it could be used as a great team quirk absolutely and and for uh infiltration yeah. like you see him like climb that building in the first movie uh you know he's like he could use it to like you know climb a building and stuff that's mm-hmm. true it was very um mission impossible four when he's like climbing the burj khalifa tower with like the sticky yeah. gloves when yeah Tom Cruise is doing that to me, he kind of feels like I don't want to throw him out just the quirk out just yet because he's like I'm looking at my desk right now and it's like oh look at these office supplies and it's like wait a second what if I didn't have scissors <laughs> you know that would that would be inconvenient so he's kind of like an office supply to me oh my gosh <laughs> like like you re- you realize he's there but then like you really realize he's there when he's not there you know yeah um, and I feel like I feel like I have to get on this train too versus tail because I feel like. His quirk is more of a power. Tail is just like a mutation. Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah. just like, it's there. Mm-hmm. He's made it stronger by training. And, but it's it's just a tail. It's a big tail, but it's just a tail. <laughs> it is, it's a it huge is a big tail. tail. Like, that thing is huge. Yeah. I feel bad. because it, it is. And, and he's done a good job owning that yeah. power. Like he, But he looks like a, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle-like like character. Yeah. I, I do feel bad because this is lit- what we're talking about is literally like something that he as a character deals like tries to overcome later in the show. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, that's true. But uh, but I think do we all agree that we can knock tail off? I feel like we're all. I think we can knock tail off. Bye bye tail. R.I.P. Yeah. First, first one to go. <laughs> and I mean, I'm with I'm with Emily that this seems like a, basically a done deal at the start, but. Um, I did just want to make sure, since we had three of them, it felt like if Pop-Off was going to win anything, it was at least going to beat Tail. But I think I'm with Emily for sure that it does not beat Explosion. Yeah, I'm with you oh, yeah. as well. Oh, I'm, I'm... Explosion can TKO Pop-Off any day. <laughs> yeah, I, and I just love the that we kind of get the breakdown of that quirk, that it's, you know, that his sweat, his quirk is given his sweat nitroglycerin. Um, I just love that justification. It's I think it's really, really cool. Um and you can like fly and stuff. Like you can do a lot with that. It's pretty dope. This makes me. And if anyone out there is really good at like fan art, I I would love like a weird what if, like mini arc on my hero of like what if all the UA students had their power swapped. So like Mineta had explosion and Bakugo had pop oh my off, gosh. but he was still like really good. 
like Bakugo was still like really good at using that power somehow and like <laughs> Mineta's still this like little creep but he has like explosion <laughs> I think that'd be a super fun yes like segment yeah you get like a a villain who swaps their powers <laughs> and all of a sudden they have to learn how to oh, how so to fight good. with each other's powers and they and they they do that in so many shows so they did good. that in Teen Titans I think they, they do that did. like all the time it's such because it's so fun yeah. every time. I'm like, give me more. Well, of that. just all it about is. like, oh, we learned about each other's differences through this experience. Yeah, <laughs> people like a body swap. Thirteen going on thirty, great movie. Yeah, and uh, seventeen again, great movie. Oh my god, Freaky Friday, great, great movie. movie. <laughs> great movie. All right, I think I think it's decided then. So there's um, explosions moving yeah, on. Yeah. Explosions the first on. two powers have dropped off. What is the other division one matchup? Our next matchup is. Kaminari's electrification versus mm-hmm. Aoyama's naval laser. Oh. Now, both of them, they're very young huh. in their quirk usage. Both of them get tired pretty quick. Uh, Kaminari gets dumb face after he has a, a big attack, um, and Aoyama gets like his stomach cramps. Out of the gate, hmm. I'm like, I think Kaminari, though, is dope. Because, Emily, I don't know if you're, if you, if I think you're there, but like, uh, you know, Kaminari learns to use. Um, he creates a device with a support class that allows him to like, uh, like, kind of attach little um, like things on his enemy that attracts his lightning. So he becomes more of like a shooter. Um, which what? Is really dope. That's yeah. so rad. Yeah. 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 They're like little like lightning rod like nodes. So his electricity will like arc to it. See, I like that because that's like taking your power and then yeah. saying, okay, I have this raw ability. I'm not just going to like go gunning with it or just absorb all this or just this is all I can do. It's like, no, let's see how I can rework this and engineer uh, like at things to my advantage. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you both on this. It, also, the other thing that's interesting to me about him is you would think, like Naval Laser, this would be a long-range attack, but really, it's he can only use it close combat. Whenever he uses it as like a long-range weapon, that's when his brain gets fried. Yeah. So it's it's a clever quirk. The thing with like Matt said earlier, like okay, how does this quirk have not only fighting applications but real-world applications? Naval Laser, sure, you can use it to like maybe cut things, maybe, but it's a really powerful laser. Electrification, though, uh, we see in Heroes Rising that like he uses it to help jumpstart a tractor, and he uses it to help restore power to the town and also yeah. absorb. He absorbs a lightning attack, I believe, yeah. uh, for Bakugo and so cool. uh, Midoriya. Yeah. Are you caught up in the manga, Christian? I won't say yeah. anything, but are you caught up? No, I, I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dan. Um, the thing I'm, the one thing I want from this quirk which really it's more about the characters when they were training their um like special abilities he was like oh i want like an electric sword i hope he's able to make an electric sword yeah. cuz that would be really yeah. cool he's uh, i like that the charging aspect he's like Shazam he's like your phone's charged <laughs> your phone's charged, charged. <laughs> um I look, look so ayama's done right yeah naval laser's out right now he's just a, he's it's just gotta a good, be. he's just a good disco ball right now you know yeah I mean, he's not the only person who gets sick from his power, but um, he's somehow the most annoying it's, one. It's his costume's it. really lame, too. <laughs> Is that just me? Yeah. He's like a knight. Yeah. I will say, he's gotten better, and he did upgrade his costume, so he has the other outlets, so like, it was like able to shoot out in other directions, I think. It was almost like a right. vent, but it's not worth putting our time into to try and back up Naval Laser. We have plenty of other ones that we got to go through. Yeah. Here, so. Moving on. Electrification. Are we going to finish the Um, Division 1 right now, or do you want to go to Division 2 and come back? uh, Let's just do Division 1, since that's what we've always done. Let's knock out Division 1, and then we'll... So we got Bakugo's Explosion versus Kaminari's Electrification. Ooh. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) Thoughts? (laughs) Thoughts? I I actually think this is a good matchup. This is a really good matchup. You do. You both think this is actually a really good matchup. Because I think they're both strong I find this interesting. in their own way. Well, plus two, like, I'm a little biased, 
One of my favorite shows growing up was Static Shock, and I always wanted electricity powers. Oh. I adored electricity powers because I was like, that is so cool. Yeah, you can like absorb electricity and you can dispert electricity. And he made himself fly with electricity like you boy can build himself yeah. an electric sword like his like exploding is one thing where electricity. if you look at like the quirk itself, electrification has a, a larger range than just exploding. If Bakuko could absorb the explosion, that would be cool. Yeah. And he'd manifest that energy into more energy. But no, he just he just explodes. Yeah. But he does he does actually he has figured out how to use it in different that ways. Is true. Like store it up. And he's also now do, he does the piercing shot where he focuses the explosion. And he can fly. Um <laughs> and unlike static shock. The electro electrification doesn't seem to have any electromagnetic yeah. abilities. So like there's no flying, like you can't control metal, things like that. And I think because Kamen Rider is such a good guy and Bakugo is so like hard of an edge, like it makes me want to think like these are a little closer than they are. But really, like we're talking about the quirks here. And at the end of the day, like Bakugo's power is just like raw, just like incredible <laughs> strength. <laughs> And it's always been that way for him. Like when he was a little kid, it was sparks and it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's like electrification. He's been using it in even UA and is still like just getting his brain fried at this point from it. Like that's a huge vulnerability. I think having something like that makes it hard for that to be better than Baku goes. Like I think if they went head to head, Anyone that has explosion would probably wipe the floor of someone with electricity. I, I do think that Bakugo is like as a character is just far more advanced than Kaminari. Um I I just I, I honestly down the line, I don't know who would win that fight though. You know what I mean? Like I don't know Well, but that's why we're not talking about this isn't Bakugo versus right, Kaminari. Exactly. It's just the it's quirk. It's the quirk itself. versus quirk. Yeah, it's the quirk. And electrification could get better. But because his whole his weakness is distance, he's a close combat guy. I feel like um, that vulnerability, which there's a couple of people that have these vulnerabilities where like it harms the yeah. user. I think that uh, that is the reason why. Oh, that's a good like it's going to lose reason. here. I think that's that's why I think it loses. If he didn't have that, if it wasn't a weakness, like to use his power at full strength then he could definitely put up a fight. But that's, that is like, seems to be a weakness of the power. What do you think, Em? Hmm. Gosh, this is such like a down the line for me. What is, if, if y'all say what you're, I'll be the final deciding. Y'all say what you're feeling. <laughs> I feel like if it was Bakugo versus Kaminari, I'd be more interested in a conversation as to who is better. But I think explosion is a definitely a better quirk than electrification just because it doesn't it doesn't have uh it's not like self-inflicting yeah i i agree but don't you think explosion i i kind of think explosion in the hero line of work would be more destructive and less precise than coming but he's got the piercing shot that's still though it's like blah, blah, blah. you know what i mean no that's it's true i mean that's true but if you need i guess if you need someone like with explosion to come stop the bad guy then there's probably already enough destruction being caused that you're better off having the hero stop the bag because explosion is just so powerful i mean, look if you're both willing to go on electrification for this i will i will flip over to it but uh, no I, it's explosion is stronger it's explosion is stronger and it doesn't have like you said yeah it doesn't have the the exhaust to it or like the limit yeah which, I'm with you. Uh, this isn't necessarily a strength only thing, but that is the primary use of their powers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm cool with it. I think that's a good choice. I just think I think that I just wanted to give the credit to where credit is due. I, I do think that electrification was is a great quirk. We're Emily. Are you? You're, we're good to cut Kaminari and his yes. electrification. All right. Yes, yes, yes. So, explosion is our first Division One round winner. Uh, something tells me these other divisions are going to go quite a bit faster. So, Division Two, what do we have? Division Two, we have Dupli Arms <laughs> versus Hardening. Mm. I'm going to say this one. I can make this one quick. Ooh, Hardening is way better than Dupli Arms. I, I think Dupli Arms is like so gross. Oh, 
Yeah, Emily, unless you, unless you can back up Dupli arms here. I that mean, is, I, <laughs> I feel bad. The mutation quirks are like, I just feel bad for these characters who have mutation quirks. Because I think if they got the, the, the bad end of the barrel quirk-wise, I think... Maybe, having... maybe. There's one coming up that I think is one of the best. So maybe. Uh, yeah, I think Dupli arms, once again, it's kind of like tail. It's like you can buff out those arms or you can build yourself up your strength. But I mean, hardening is like hardening. Yeah, it's rad. It's, which I feel like lately that that power has been even better. So I, I'm 100% with you. This, to me, I have nothing to put up against hardening when it comes to <laughs> Dupli Arms. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Dupli All right. It's or not even the- like, he's not even like Goro or Matchamp. It's not even like he just has extra arms. It's yeah. like, he, now he doesn't even have a hand. He has like an ear. Yeah, where he has exactly. like, yeah, or a mouth. He has like an eyeball. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I so I think we're in agreement then that Kirishima's hardening will move on. A hundred percent. Awesome. Next uh division two, round two, we have Yaoyorozu creation versus uh Tokoyami's Dark Shadow, which is Oh Okay, I'm gonna come out right now. This is one of my favorite quirks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Dark Shadow is so sick. Okay, so it's such a it's oh so He's going to be So here's one, Emily. Uh, th- it's a mutation. And it's strong. Yeah. Right? Cuz he's got like a bird head. That's true. I mean, but is it is it so is his bird head the mutation or is he just bird head? The bird head's the mutation. I don't know. Have, do we have do we What does he look like when uh when he does the swim class? He has does a he, human does he body. swim or no? Okay, he so he has body, a human body. But he has a bird head. Does his parents have bird heads? I haven't seen like his family. <laughs> That's his I think it's it's a it's definitely a mutation. Yeah. But it's like genetic. I think his parents have bird heads. Or it's like his dad does or something. I would like to think one parent was like a shadow power and the other parent was like a bird power. That's what, what I'd like to believe. Have other characters that have like kind of animalistic features too. So it's not yeah. out of the realm of yeah. this yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. No. I will say though, yeah. Not in any not in any world where there's gang orca. I think it's interesting because I think, uh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about him. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think what's interesting is that you have these two quirks going up against each other that have their weaknesses and their limitations. Mm -hmm. I think they're both equally, they both have their own equal weaknesses and limitations. Uh, So dark shadow being light and uh, creation, I think honestly just being like, it's creation. She can only do so much. Yeah. But what what I love about, Man, both of these are great. Because hear me out, Tokoyami, like he he's getting Dark Shadow under control, and when he he's gonna be like a Batman guy, like he's gonna be like at night he reigns, he's gonna freaking tear it up. But Yaoyorozu, like what I love about her quirk work is that her not literally her knowledge of how the breakdown, the compositional breakdown of each thing that she creates, that allows her to make the thing. So like she needs to be incredibly intelligent. Um, like it's 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 like a different kind of. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like a, it, it's yeah. a different kind of challenge. But now, this is where I would say again, we're in a situation where the character made the quirk, and not the quirk makes the quirk. I think her power is actually like severely limiting, and only because she's such a good, smart, capable character is the power good. Yeah. And if you put that onto like any other schmo, like they wouldn't put in the work, they wouldn't put in the effort, and also like she is still limited by like, the capabilities of items. Like like physical human made things, and it's like, well, if physical human made things were good enough to take on superpowers, then we wouldn't need heroes still. Like the regular police would still be able to handle stuff, and they can't. They need people that have like super abilities. So like her power is like really limited. I feel like she's actually a great support character, yeah. but because she's so good as a person, she makes the quirk work well. But for that reason, again, like Dark Shadow just seems like a better quirk to have. I totally agree. Um, hundred percent. Unless, unless you are like making your own bootleg like switches and stuff, ah. you can just like print a switch. <laughs> Will that fix the Joy-Con drift? <laughs> like she, <laughs> yeah, she could make a switch that doesn't have Joy-Con drift. <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing! Um, what what do you think about this? Where do you fall, Emily? Because I, I I fall right now on the side of Dark Shadow here. I think yeah, I think especially well, you talked about like how yeah, um, what's her name? Oh gosh, right here. Momo, yeah, or she made uh, 
she makes the quirk. I think that's what the tricky thing is with a lot of these characters is we associate because we we love the characters so much and we, we've seen them. We associate the quirk with those characters where we have to kind of pull the character and what they do with the quirk away from mm-hmm. it and just look at the quirk itself. So if we do that, then, yeah, I think I'm definitely leaning towards Dark Shadow due to its its power. And yeah, even though they're both kind of limited in their own way, they each have their kind of their own limitations. I think the lesser limitations are on Dark Shadow yeah. than creation. Yeah. I will say, though, cause now that I just thought about it, she's like the perfect, like, she's like Q from James Bond. Like, and she'll always be able to have, like, the right gadgets for you, like, when you need things. So, like, it's it's a great power, but I don't think it's, um, like, we're talking about the ultimate quirk from Class 1A. I don't yeah, think like, that's what not it is. the character or like the quirk usage. It's like just quirk yeah. quirk. Yeah. So, so I gotta go with Dark Shadow. Dark Shadow it is. Woo! Moving on. So then Dark Shadow, uh now Division Two Championship, Dark Shadow versus Kirishima's hardening. Ooh. All right, someone someone else. Emily, you kick this one off. Where what are your what are your first thoughts here? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of I've been playing so much Fire Emblem lately. Uh, they break down a lot of the classes into essentially attack, defense, support. For me, I feel okay. like hardening is definitely much more of a defensive power, where it allows you to to make. Some- also, it's much more going to be much more of like a. It's going to keep you in the battle longer. It's going to keep you doing your job longer, because mm. uh, it makes you into like a force that doesn't want to be reckoned with. Meanwhile, Dark Shadow has, I think, attack and defense capabilities. It isn't balanced in one way or the other. I think it's it's pretty... Dark Shadow is pretty equally balanced from what I've seen. Yeah. Instead of just being, like, a solid defensive quirk. I think that's a great point. I think that's a great point. Matt? Um, You all cut out through that, but I so I missed all that, but oh. my... <laughs> My, no! my connection's bad but you had such a good she had such a good point <laughs> i totally missed it i'll say it again <laughs> it, i heard so i heard yeah, it was really it was actually it. really good it was about what was it so about uh was it dark shadow about him being able to do more than being defensive basically yeah like i feel like hardening is much more of a defense-based yeah. quirk that's going to be used in a defensive attack you're going to quirk in a defensive way or it's just like it's a naturally like defensive quirk meanwhile dark shadow is i think it's equally balanced defense and attack okay cool i think it has attack capabilities but it also does have defending capabilities and if we're looking for the best quirk to me it's gotta it's gotta hit on that balance which is why i'm picking dark shadow first time i would have been yes (laughs) 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 and my connection's working again i uh I like this line of thinking, Emily, of like there's attack, su- like defense and support. I want to throw like one other idea in there for us to consider. Yes. Which would be vulnerability, which hardening doesn't Ooh. have the vulnerability that Dark Shadow has. It has a major Gee, vulnerability true. of <sighs> both the light, like basically daytime, and also like possibly being uncontrollable because Dark Shadow is like sentient. That is true. I think the light thing is okay. Because he, to me, like I said, he's going to be like a Batman. He works at night while the daytime's got like plenty yeah. of other people working in the day. So I think the darkness, it, like that, yeah. I don't think that's going to be an issue because I think he'll work at night. I think it's still better, but I think when we come back up to him, we're going to really have to consider how much. I think, yeah, I think that's going to be a very big yeah. deciding yeah. factor. That's true. Cause like you could lose control. having a mind of your own, like the, the power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which we've seen, yeah. which is yeah. bad. Um, Okay, let's give it to him then. Dark Shadow is moving on. Tokoyami. Woo! Do we want to finish this out Woo. or go to the next division? Division. I want to cleanse the palette yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that way I can go I back to it with like a fresh mind. Yeah. A fresh taste. Okay, let's rock. <laughs> We're going to division three. Here we go. We have our first matchup. Acid. Acid from, um, uh, oh my gosh, pink hair. Um, Mina, thank Amina. you. Mina's uh, acid. Yeah, who's She's awesome, great. by the way. She's great. She's such a great character. Versus invisibility. Oh, I haven't seen her invisibility like in use. She didn't do anything during uh, Heroes Rising. She it's really. A, she's a joke character. Yeah. Everybody had like everybody had a moment where I think invisibility is a really cool power. Like it yeah. is a mutation. And I think there's, I think, uh, Toru, 
I think, yeah, Toru, man, I know it's sad she's a joke character where I think she'd be like, I think all these other characters cannot do stealth or infiltration. I think invisibility mm-hmm. is like the best like stealth infiltration. Like that is a very powerful quirk if used correctly. But then again, we get down to use. We haven't seen it. We have not seen it used a lot or used that we know to of. its potential. That's true. In the, well, that, in the that's show. That's the question though, Em, is like people actually, we don't know if invisibility is her quirk or is that just uh, a mutation? Like, do we even know what her actual quirk is? There was a rumor a while back that there was a spy within 1A and it was her, but um, yeah. but that's that's false. But like, we haven't, we don't know for sure if that's just her quirk or if that's just her, you know what I mean? Which is mm-hmm. tricky, but- we're going off of we're assuming that that's her quirk, but I it's weird to me that we've never seen her and like that they aren't teaching her to like be able to turn it on and off. Yeah, like like I I don't think I feel like because we haven't seen that quirk be able to do anything, it cannot win this round. I agree. Right. According to the wiki, it says that while still unexplained, this quirk also appears to involve a degree of light manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah, she has to be completely naked in order for this to work. I mean, if you have this quirk, you have to be completely naked, which means, like, if you're in a fight, you are just super vulnerable. Like, you are just, yeah. like, this is it's a very like, weak uh, one, which is really sad. It's a cool it's a cool power, but it's It's, it's like very Mystery Men when Kel has to get naked, and he's like, I, I swear I get invisible, but you guys can't look. <laughs> Do you remember that? This is, I don't, but this is a power that's on um <laughs> the TV show The Boys, the Amazon yeah, The Boys yeah. show. Oh, really? Yeah, and the guy, it's the same thing. The guy has to be naked to be invisible also. I don't um, want that. I don't want uh, that. Yeah, I, I, that's got to go. That's yeah. got. Is it just her versus Acid, or, or yeah, was it this three? this round is just, no, the next round is three. Next round is three. Okay, I, unless either you want to push invisibility forward, Acid's got to get, yeah. Moving on. Yeah. I know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, did you, I'm sorry, did, did you... Oh, no, I was giving a vocal exclamation of, no, yeah, there's nothing else to defend <laughs> no. here. Uh, sweet. Then Mina is going to go on, and we're going to the next round of Division 3. We have Sugar Rush, Earphone Jack, and Engine, um, which I these are actually, I think, are really great quirks. Um, yeah, can you give us a description for what all three yeah. do really quick? Just because for listeners that might not know, they're not great <laughs> descriptors. Yeah, so uh, Jiro uses... Um, uses earphone which is earphone jack so what she's really good at is um she's very she can like hear like manipulate kind of sound waves right and she even like gets a, a assist ability that uh, amplifies her sound to like become like bursts of of kind of like a black canary ish you know so she's able to like do recon and it's like sonic yeah. blast so she's, it's yeah. like, uh, she's like a recon character and like um now she can like attack as well um do we have in uh, okay. We have Sugar Rush uh, from Sato, and Sugar Rush is he gets he's able to by consuming um, an X amount of sugar, um, he is able to manipulate that to uh, muscle weight and get really really strong. So he gets like super strength by eating a ton of sugar, um, which I think is, is I think is just cool because you get to eat a lot of cake. Uh, <laughs> but that's about it. Without the diabetes, exactly. apparently. And then the last one is uh, is. Is your your boy, your favorite, right, M? Oh, my sweet boy, I love Ida him with his engine, which allows he. Here's here's what sucks. He's basically he has like uh, super speed, which is um, which he he has these like jet engines in his in his uh, calves that allow him to run. They're like <clears throat> real engines. <laughs> yeah, they're like real legit. Oh man, he's got like little. He's got little uh like mufflers or he's got like little exhaust ports and it's like yeah it's like a hot rod yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say that for me that is a huge turnoff because every time i see it i'm like that looks extremely painful oh yeah like wolverine's claws to me yeah i didn't consider that he's not bleeding when he does it but it doesn't look like it's pleasant i mean (laughs) giving birth like he probably was a very heavy baby like that was probably like really if we think about it like mutation that's a mutation he has legit metal in his leggies and so uh that's that's rough i'm sure growing pains is really really hard yeah. too but we're not talking about oh. that we're not talking about yeah we're just talking right. about the quirk the quirk is cool though well no but that is that is part of the quirk like that would be the experience of having growing it, which up would not be fun. <laughs> that's true yeah 
Yeah. Okay. So there's engine. Um, Sugar Rush, I think, is sneaky. Maybe the best one here. It's it's super powerful move, and you just have to eat a bunch of candy to use it. And I think that's awesome. Who wouldn't want an so, excuse to just pound candy? That's so limited. If you think about it, he only gets his strength with with yeah. sugar. Like you would only get your strength with it if you don't have a source of sugar. You cannot I'm do with anything. On that, dude. It's so if you're stranded true. somewhere. But you don't You're need to somewhere? work out. You just need to eat candy. But like I, that, I, to me, that's it. Does seem limited <laughs> to me. I think Jiro has the best set in this in this group because of I the really three do. of offense and defense. Yeah, because really, I, I think so. I don't know. I I feel like you made a good argument at the beginning for earphone jack. That, that's Jiro. Sato. Oh, sorry, Sato I was is, thinking um, um, engine. Oh, that's Ida. Ida. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Jiro yeah. has the best out of these three. What do you think, I'm, Emily? Oh, I'm for I'm for engine. I'm 100 percent for engine because yeah, it's speed. And, it's speed and power mm, for me. It's speed. It and is speed and power because he can because he can kick really well too. So it's not just getting from one place to another. It's it's kick. We kind of have we're in an interesting place where I feel like all these quirks are limited. Where where uh, the engine quirk can be used. It does require fuel, but fuel to be activated. It just needs to be refueled. Yeah. The only person we've seen like match him in speed is like Midorio and he's like going all out. Yeah. Like otherwise mm-hmm. he's super fast, which is great for both like support, offense, and defense. I I'm kind of I'm actually coming around to this. I think I think I might uh I think I side with Emily on this. I think Engine is is the most well rounded of them. I disagree. Especially with like earphone jack getting like we've seen her earphones like get like cut and stuff like that, and then she's just out. Which you can I do think to engine. We've seen I think, too, I think Jiro's got the best, but to this is an interesting thing because we now we have it's like two versus one now, which is like, oh, that's a new thing. So like I'll go with you guys. Let's do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I Well see, now we have now now we no longer need to like have a guest. We we always <laughs> now we have, with the three of us it's good because it'll someone's gonna be, be the deciding factor, yeah. Yeah, yeah there'll be less yeah. ties. But it's going to happen to all of us, so you know nothing and personal. Nothing personal, man. Uh, so that means Ida's engine is going going to go up against Mina's acid ability for the Division Three champ. Okay. Um, I want to come out here at the gate and say that I think her acid ability is actually really strong, and I think she's one of the better characters in the show. Uh, but she's been like sort of sidelined. But I feel like. We've seen her acid go from this thing that like could barely shoot to now she's like shooting almost like a wave yeah. of it, uh, and it's like crazy powerful. Also, she's got those cool little horns, yeah, which is like a mutation from the ability for some reason. She's also got the like alien mouth and so the black peoples, yeah, yeah. She's so she'd she's be great like, for like more than Ida in the sense of search and uh, search and recover, like people who are in rubble. You, she can like carefully oh. secrete her poison to like melt the the rubble around the trapped c- civilians. Did not consider that. Yeah, but what if they? What if the acid though then gets on the civilians underneath? Yeah, that's you also can't a control good... the acid once it's <laughs> out of your body. If you're secreting acid and you're trying to get somebody, yeah. if you're trying to melt rocks on top of somebody, <laughs> there is a high chance that you're going to get acid on that yeah. person. I guess they don't have I mean, a you, quirk. <laughs> I would I would guess that. You would hope the person using the power knows how much to use at this point, but that is very good. That is that is a good point. It is dangerous. It's probably there's hopefully probably another way to get to those people, but if not, then I guess that would be useful. Um, it's I don't know if I it's think... as well rounded of a power as engine, even if I personally like it more. Engine. I don't know if I can come up with a with a good argument for why it's better i than think engine. i i don't either i think well, he, uh ingenuum um I'm, has a I'm better reading, he, i think it's so a better bad. power i think like the the super speed he's has super strength he's he's a great support character he gets you out of a situation quick like he kind of i don't know i think he, he's got a better never skips like day skips like day i think he's a much i think he's a stronger gosh choice, he's a megami character i love him but here here Emily? i'm gonna make you i'm gonna i'm gonna put something on the table because i'm reading the fandom article here on her power and in usage, uh, I'm about to... Hello? Oh, no. Hello? I think we lost Did we her. lose her? What? Possibly. No. Or she's talking. There we go. She's back. Emily's Hello? back. Hey. Weird. How bizarre. We missed okay. um, everything. I, I have a feeling recording. since everyone is home during quarantine that this hour <laughs> is probably like 
everyone's internet's getting slammed. <laughs> okay, so I was going to say, all right, I read her fandom article, and on I read okay. the usage part, and I'm about to, I'm going to put some stuff on the table. So, oh, boy. So, not only can a user control in the viscosity of the acid, making it non-lethal against living beings and raising it to to make it uh, even more harmful. But um, uh, you can also, she also uses it to, for ground mobility, she can make the floor wet or slippery and skate on the acid. Right. That's dope. So there's, those are some things. So yeah, they're both, I think they're both really, I think they both have really, and I think they have similar weaknesses. Like, she run uh, acid. You will run out of it. Same with engine. You run out like you. I think engine can be refueled faster than like my body acid can replenish itself. Because uh, yeah. it sounds like with a- yeah with engine, he's just got to drink some orange juice, or you just have to take in yeah. some fuel and you're refreshed and you're just That's you're awesome. good to go. So I'm I'm gonna have to say with engine, even though that was an interesting thing with the usage of acid, like giving a little bit more props to acid's corner. I think engine is the strongest of the two. Dang, I think I agree. Yeah, I think it. I think you're right that it's close. Then, um, we're calling yeah. it. Ingenium's awesome. going on. Engine's moving I'm, on. Division four, final division for the finals. Um, we, for division four. Before you say this, I'm, I'm disappointed that one of my personal favorites is in this with a couple others because it's <laughs> there's. I'm, I'm mad. Shoto Todoroki's in this one. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. <laughs> First up, we have just go on. We have Uravity with her zero gravity power versus Froppy. Oh, yes. so good. Frog powers. Oh no, my girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think Uravity is really, really handy. Um, and I, I, what I like about her usage is that she's the character because how she uses her quirk, she uses her surroundings for an offensive maneuver, like we see it in the sports festival and stuff. Um, however, if there's nothing around. I'm curious to see how she would do on a one-on-one fight without rubble or something that she could. Well, if she, if she can touch them, then it's over because she could just, unless they have the ability to fly, she could bring them super high into the air and just drop them. Yeah, but I think it's a right now without the training that she had during her uh, internship. I think it's it's a limited power, personally, compared to Froppy. Emily, what do you think between these two? I th- I'm in the I'm in the uh, I'm in zero gravity's corner. Oh, okay. I think they both Tell have they both have interesting. Well, they, I'm going for these quirks. I'm kind of comparing I'm comparing weaknesses to the only weakness that zero gravity has is that uh, the more kind of objects that are in the air, you have to focus harder and you have to like kind of struggle to keep them afloat, and that continued strain can leave one feeling sick and nauseous. But with frog power, you are a cold-blooded creature. As soon as you get into prolonged cold, right, temperature uh, changes. Uh, your frog powers apparently put you into a hibernation-like state, rendering you completely unable to do anything. We saw anything. that in the filler episode of season two right. or three. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In addition, uh, no four. Season four. See you is also highly susceptible to heat and fire because <laughs> she gets oh, dried out. Point. So you get really bad in the cold. You get really bad in the heat. I don't think that to me that's that the weaknesses outweigh or the weaknesses are more than zero gravity. Gosh, that's so interesting to me because I guess I would agree that her weaknesses are much worse than zero gravities, but I feel like all of her advantages are so much better. She's got like she's super agile and fast. She has a ranged attack, she's close combat, hold your breath underwater can stick to surfaces and has like doesn't she have poison now? Yeah, she's able to like secretly put poison on people and and or cover people's like presence by putting like this you know her like slime on them. Yeah. So it's like she has like an incredible arsenal of offensive support and defensive skills, but her Shoot, weaknesses yeah. are very, way bigger. Yeah. Um I'd be will. I I can't make up my mind now. I I, was I think I'm frog, I'm frog now. See, so she is I'm my frog. favorite character of all the side characters. That's not like Midoriya. Um, I think her power is super cool. It should be the worst. And like sh- every time she's on screen, 
that character's ability, the quirk, like allows. I mean, it's obviously because Froppy's great, but I feel like the quirk is also what allows her to be great. And it's like it's used so well. And I feel like your gravity, the zero gravity ability is like super situational. Yeah, that's how I felt. I love her, though. I love I love Uraraka's power, man. Oh, they're I mean, they're both great. These are the these are the two best, uh, in my opinion, these are the two best women characters on the show. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just going through the abilities right now of the frog quirk. Extremely long tongue that can be used to grasp objects and people. The ability to grip onto a variety of surfaces. Well, navigating water environments. Uh, her stomach is, inca- is capable of inflating, which allows her to secrete an irritating toxin. Uh, so, yeah, uh, produce mucus on her arms that have a distinctive sense. So she can be used to confuse foes that rely on smell. And and it causes yeah, paralysis. and she's faster underwater. And she can camouflage herself. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's that's a great power set. I mean, it's not always like she can situationally be knocked out of yeah. business, but I think she's more useful most of the time than your avatar. I think yeah, I think I agree. I think I'm in frog corner now. I, I agree. I'm totally. I'm, uh, I'm for Froppy. I also want to say Froppy. I think. Best mutation out of all of them. Like, if you have to be mutated, like, hers, like, came out the best out of everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, she doesn't have, like, like a big bird head. She doesn't look like a golem. She doesn't have oh a giant gosh. tail. Like, <laughs> there's, the, some of the mutations are very unfortunate. But, like, she mostly just looks like a regular person. <laughs> I think we agree, then, that... So, that worked out. I think we're, uh, Froppy's frog power will move on to fight against... One of these characters in the final division. Here we have Annie Voice, which is Coda's ability to talk to, to communicate with all animals and insects. We have uh, Saro's tape ability, which lets him uh, bind uh, enemies and swing like Spider-Man. And we have Todoroki's half-cold, half-hot ability. This is an unfair matchup. Um, I actually, <laughs> I, I actually, I want to throw a wrench in this. Oh. <laughs> So, and this actually just happened on another recent bonus episode where we were just like <laughs> pulling stuff on and off the list. Um, we literally just did Todoroki and he made it into the final four of season two. I don't think we need to talk about half hot, half cold again. Uh, but I also feel like I'm only saying that because his power is literally both of the disadvantages that Froppy has. So you guys can tell me if we should pull him off this list. But I also feel like we've talked about his abilities enough here. I think we gotta keep them because. Damn it! I'm sorry, Christian. I know you don't want to face the music. You gotta, you gotta, like, look. We, we, like, he's part yeah, of Class One A, and true. he has limitations as well. He has that's limitations true. as well. Um, that's true. And I'm gonna start with one thing. I think Coda is like gonna be like a threat level like zero mutant. Like, I think Coda, his ability is scary, and like, like. He, like I think, what a terrifying person to be. Af- you should be afraid of Coda. You know, thank God it's not a villain. Being able to communicate and control all insects and animals. Oh, God. I don't know what. That is really good. But what if you're like indoors somewhere? You're not like near. I don't know what his limitations. You know, are. you're in like a very industrialized area. Well, no, it's there definitely like are. Because... Everybody made fun of Aquaman for a long time because he could just talk to fish. But Aquaman's different because they use um, echolocation and sonar and like whales and those things can talk over long distances. He needed Shoot, that's earphone true. jack to be able to talk to bugs in the forest that weren't like within his speaking that's range. That's true. Mm. Mm, limited. Like if you're indoors, unless there's cockroaches or rats nearby, like what is he going to do? Agreed. Yeah. I think it's a very powerful power, but it's limited in that like you, it relies so heavily on uncontrollable forces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it Which, would be like if you I, couldn't have like electricity powers unless there was a storm above you or something. Oh, oh yeah, that's a really good. Po- he, I'm sure it's a better power than I'm making it out to be. Of course, because like if he knows he's going somewhere on his way, he can be like gathering animals along the way. But the heroes don't always know when stuff's going to strike. If it were a villain, this is a great villain quirk. I think you're right <laughs> about that. It's like a very powerful quirk if you want to like plan out your attacks or whatever. But I don't know if it's it's uh, a great like offensive or defensive. It's just it's like um, gravity, isn't it? Like really situational. Like it, you you might be just totally out of luck. I think so. You want to see? You want to see I my impression? So. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. That's my coda. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was okay, very great. I, I think we can nix him then out of these two. Yeah. I don't want to count Sarah out. So it comes down to it comes down to flex tape versus icy hot. I'm gonna say right now, Sarah is ideal for pro hero because he can he can restrain villains without doing doing minimal damage. Um, he, he's very quick. He's like Spider Man-y, you know. He is. I, that's what I was. He is Spider Man. Yeah. He's just he flies through his elbows. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll give you that. He is Spider-Man, but Shoto, like, half hot, half cold is being Iceman and, like, uh, the Human Torch combined. You know, yeah, I mean, look, I had to give him a shot. I had to give him a shot. It was only fair that we talked about Sarah for a second. What do you think, Em? I'm, I'm the half cold, half hot. All right. Yeah, she's like, "Are you kidding me?" It's just so. I mean, he can just either freeze the tape or melt the tape. All right, it's like <laughs> Shoto Todoroki is going to go on against Froppy Brog Powers. Ugh. <sighs> it's unfortunate that she's cold blooded. <sighs> yeah, I know. Now he's this is I, like literally her weakness. Had that not come up, Emily, I feel like we'd be arguing about this, and it would probably still go to half hot, half cold. But knowing that up front, um, I mean, again, this isn't necessarily a pure battle head to head, but they're both incredibly capable. He does not really have any like obvious present weaknesses, and she has two glaring ones. Yeah, I think this yeah. is an easy one. And it's, I'm sorry, Christian. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I don't think like we need to go into further. I think, look, he's he's part of class one yeah. A. He's part of class one A. He was he was he was a product of abuse. You know what I mean? It's true. I mean, if you if if you're listening to this show, you know how we feel about him. He made it to the final four of season two. He's in our top eight characters so far. He beat Batman. So he did. Dang. He did beat Batman. That's yep. right. And he only lost to Michael from the good so. place. And boy, was that close. Boy, <laughs> boy, that boy close. this show gets weird. So yes, it does. Um, okay, so we're all in agreement that he's. Yeah. Half hot, half cold is. Yeah. All right. Let's power. go to our final right, round. Yeah. Final, final four, y'all. Here we go. D- Division one champ versus Division two champ. We have Bakugo's explosion versus uh, Tokoyami's dark shadow. All right, Matt. Hmm. I want to hear where Emily stands on this because I feel like I know very well how you feel about both of these powers, but I don't know what she thinks. Good point. <sighs> I think I have to break it down. So yeah, like offense, defense, uh, support. And then what was the final, what was the fourth category you put in there? Uh, oh, vulnerability. Vulnerability. Okay, so here we go. Uh, explosion. Offense, totally. Defense, a bit. You can cause an explosion defensively. Uh, not defense. Yeah. Support, yeah. really nothing there. Can't really support. And then uh, weakness, I don't think, Cold, I mean. Who makes it a little weaker. The cold makes him a little yeah, harder cold. to sweat. Yeah, I do. I want to throw out, um, actually, he could be, you could argue this probably maybe better for defense, but he's been very good at like being a supportive defensive person anytime there's a projectile because he just blows them out of the air. Like he stops incoming blasts and projectiles all the time. So I don't know if that's either support or defense, probably more of a defense, but um he definitely fills one of the two. He's less of a support character. He's definitely defensive because he doesn't necessarily make someone else's power better, but he can use it for protection. Word. Yeah. And then you have Dark Shadow, which I think I think the biggest difference between these two is weakness. I think Dark Shadow has the obvious weakness. Yeah. Versus yeah. Explosion. It does. Yeah. Explosion can be in the sunlight or in the darkness. Dark Shadow can only be in the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, and when it's in the sunlight, like it works, and he's getting better at using the sunlight, but it's not at full strength. Right. It is. It's a I lot think the, weaker. I think um, the like, you know, the like Naruto QB yeah. demon kind of factor thing he's got going on is a disadvantage to Bakugo's ability. Um, yeah. Being able to not control something like that is kind of terrifying, especially when it's like a demon thing. Um, but I loved, I love Tokoyami, dude. I think he's got a great ability. Yeah. He learned how to fly now. I think it is. A- 
it's a cool quirk, but also like we're talking about like what the best quirk here is. And if I if I thought about myself, which of these two I'd want, I actually don't think I'd want no, Dark Shadow because um, I'm just trusting this other being that lives inside me to like do what I want it to. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Which is kind of a I wouldn't I wouldn't Honestly, want that. Like this is this is a <laughs> like, hard one for me because he's my favorite quirk. He has my favorite quirk in in. in it's very but, cool. I think Bakugo. It's visually more interesting yeah, than Bakugo. I think Bakugo has a better than, than explosion. I think explosion's better though than Dark Shadow. Yeah. What do you think, Em? I'm with yep. you. Okay, so that's one of our our first of the final two. And what do we have for the we other have two? Is it uh, engine? engine versus half cold, half hot? This oh. is funny because this is basically like these are like all of the like A list like boys from the UK, <laughs> <laughs> just like. Like the same crew of like the same four boys that are always running around trying to act like they run everything, and they they came into the final four here, um, which is why I was I always I always keep thinking like I wish they had made Shoto or Bakugo or Ida like like a woman like I wish one of those characters had been yeah uh, yeah Todoroki could have been a woman yeah absolutely there's no reason get, yeah it would have been more interesting so he's out. Um, uh, we're going with. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so, so Emily, you you are the person who pointed out why it is so good. If he yes. is going to make it past half, I have called you. You're going to have to do that again. Okay, here we go. Um, I think I think Ida. I think I think Engine. Mm-hmm. Ah, gosh, I think yeah. It's it's always tricky. This is Engine has great. Uh, offense engine has great defense engine offers great support i think it's one of the most balanced and uh, but it's so tricky because you've got half hot half i mean this is a hard one this is one of the hardest because half hot half cold can it's be like they're in a different a f- league yeah right yeah well one of them is like an a like one of them is like a physical like mutation that allows yeah. you to do certain things better uh like faster uh be more powerful where the other one is just straight up ability yeah it's like a superpower christian do we maybe we go back to what you were saying (laughs) about not using it no we should use it it's a good point it's it's we should point out who the best who has the best quirk um which it's no surprise that it comes down to this because that's part of why that character is interesting is because they're powerful uh that's why they have the interesting storyline it, it, I just think like half hot, half cold is just overwhelmingly yeah. powerful, like in a way that so few other yeah. quirks are. Like the giant like walls of ice that he makes and stuff like that is just. It, it, I mean, I think we've seen him go head to head with Ida, and it's been a very quick match because he can kind of just ice up his engines and it's done, That's or cause true, them to yeah. overheat yeah. and it's done. And we're um we're e- you have engine, you have to refuel. Mm-hmm. If you have half hot, half cold, it's all about balance. It's just yeah. like it's a mental balance. It isn't like, oh, I need to physically intake something. It's, oh, I just yeah. have to mentally make sure I'm balanced. Yeah. yeah. He has had to regulate his own temperature where he started to get used too much ice that he couldn't like use his heat and his body started right. freezing. But then he was he's but that was early on. And so we've seen that as long as you know how to use the quirk, he's like you can manage that and it's not a problem. I don't I don't think it loses to engine here. Todorogi. He's moving on to fight. Well, uh, half hot, half cold. You guys want to know some a fun yeah. fact? Uh, absolutely. So I they stopped facts. producing the Ida Pop Funko figure. He is so rare; he costs like five hundred dollars. An Ida Funko Pop can cost up to five hundred dollars because they don't make them anymore. Wow. One, one I gotta so ask. I am so sad. Discord, if he has it, he ha- this guy. There's just one guy in my Discord. It um. Which, by the way, Emily, we have a UFC channel on there. Uh, he, yeah. He has, like, a massive wall of Funko Pops, and he's always posting, like, My Hero Academia and other ones in there. I'm going to have to check and see if uh, he has that one. I'll let him know. That's crazy. That's unreal. Well, he might be worth $500, right, but so- here he's still a loser, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Don't say that. I'm sorry, about was my that too, hot or too cold of you to say? Cruel. Oh, oh, oh. oh, how cruel. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just exploding no. out of my shell now. Oh, 
you and your puns <laughs> i swear that's your quirk that's matt's quirk matt's quirk yeah. is that he can do what's her name um uh, she's a teach. She's a professor. She's a teacher. She's literally makes jokes. It's like her 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 skill. You remember talking? About? He like she like likes uh Aizawa. Oh she's yeah, like she's she's great. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Anyways, what are we? <laughs> so we are in the championship round of Class One A minus Midoriya. Um, we have Bakugo's explosion versus Todoroki's hot and cold ability. What do we do? This is for the championship. This one, I'm at a standstill. I I don't know. They're both incredibly powerful. Um, I hate to say it, but I personally like, without really thinking about it very much, lean towards half hot, half cold. Where do the two of you fall? I will say, oh, go for it. Man, I lean towards half hot, half cold too. Because to me, explosion is like heat. You got that. It's very Mm -hmm. strong. It's a very strong force. But ice offers a balance and support and defense. You can make a firewall or an ice wall. Explosion, it's just like going to be an explosion wall where an ice will slide for someone if you're trying to help them out, support too. Like, it's tough. I immediately, I initially lean towards, yeah, half hot, half cold. I think I'm actually going to fight for Bakugo right now for uh, explosion. Okay. Okay. I I want to hear it. the, The weakness where Todoroki that we haven't really talked about yet. Whereas Bakugo has learned to control his explosion, but Todoroki has not really learned to control precisely his attacks, and it leaves him really vulnerable um, if he were to miss. Bakugo is extremely dexterous; uh, is able to control the the, um, the 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 amount of explosion and be precise with his movements, um, and he can also be defensive. I think it's a more versatile quirk compared to Todoroki's. Pers- that's how I see it. Um, I just think that Todoroki's too slow and leaves himself and open, personally. But that's a person thing than a quirk thing, right? I guess so. I guess so. Like if you're talking about his speed, is it? I think it still has to do with his quirk though, because he's fast because of his quirk. Like his quirk, he's able to manipulate that's fair. his explosion to give him boost and like even fly. Yeah, that's. Fa- I mean, he's kind of just launching himself. <laughs> Is is what he's doing. He's not like really flying, um, which is concerning when you think about like how does he land? <laughs> um, oh my gosh! It's like he has to like time his blast down so that he doesn't just like hit the ground and like splatter. Uh, yeah, I guess traversal. You could argue that Bakugo's explosion is better, but there is something to like being able to. Because he builds those, like, physical, like, ice walls and stuff. Like, that's also amazing as, like, a support characteristic. True. That explosion does not offer. Yeah. Spo- I think, to me, explosion is less support than uh, fire and ice. I had, to, I had to try. I had to I try. Mean, we have seen them go head-to-head. And Bakugo has beaten Todoroki, but that's the character. But we know why. But we know because he wasn't using his fire. His fire. Yeah. <laughs> I look, I think it's weird because Bakugo's shown a lot of times to have just a, an immense power of raw force. He he's that's the difference like between the fire of half hot half cold versus the um power behind explosion. Explosion is like a concussive force whereas fire is just heat, but it doesn't necessarily like make things just like uh it's not like an impact the same way that explosion yeah. is. So yeah. I think explosions actually like better for offense, but I think half hot half cold outclasses it in vulnerability in defense and support. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you got me there, man. That's a good point. What do you think, Em? I mean, I no, I agree. I think I think hot half half hot half cold is the much more round, well rounded power where explosion is like raw force. We've kind of seen that like not just the character, but like sometimes raw force isn't the best for every situation. Half hot, half cold, I think has a much, even though it's not as strong or as powerful as that raw explosion force, it has better uses across the board rather than just being like a force of nature. True. All right. I think we're calling it, man. I I have to agree. Then our winner of class one, A's best quirk minus Midoriya is Shoto Todoroki's half hot, Half cold. We did it. All right. All right. Yay. 
we did well, it. Congratulations, you guys. Uh, I hope if you guys at home, if you yeah. agree, disagree, let us know. We want to hear from you. Um, what do you think deserves it? Do you agree with us? Do you think do you think that uh, Mineta should have won? Let us know. Let us know. I think. Let um, us know. I want to say again, Emily, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Very excited for of you being on season thanks three. Thanks for having me. Uh, and we're going to be kicking off season three on our next episode Woo! with our new cast right. member. Woohoo! You need three people for three seasons. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? That's exactly. how this works. Um, so look forward yeah. to that. And uh, Matt, since we, we should do this because we haven't done this in a while, where can people find you? Everyone, you can find me at the Matt Acevedo on everything now, except, for, yeah, that, yeah, that's me. Um, so do that, and then uh, me and Emily do a podcast called That's Easy, the Massive Mass Effect Adventum podcast, which is our own tabletop RPG in Mass Effect set after the events of Mass Effect Two. It is our own adventure. It is so much fun. Highly recommend it if you're looking for a new story. Um, and me and Emily also do uh, Hit Points, our video game podcast, part of the Zeitgeist Network. And make sure to tune that if you want to hear another video game podcast that's on the Zeitgeist Network. Heck yeah. And Emily, how about how can people get in touch with you? Where should yeah. they be Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at frankly underscore Emily. Uh, like Matt said, do a bunch of podcasts, and that's where I post about them. I also am a writer for Geek Girl Authority, and I cover video game news. So all my articles I share on that Twitter as well, as uh, do I share all other projects I'm involved with. So if you follow frankly underscore Emily, uh, that will be the one place to hit me up. I have the works. That hopefully after either either this this lockdown coronavirus is either going to help or hinder. So a few creative projects on the works that will hopefully see the light of day after this uh, social distancing. Heck yeah. Uh, and I have a similar thing. I have unranked podcast, video game podcast, another project, Harmony Echoes of Power in the works, which right now, uh, of course, social distancing, probably not the time to try to launch a in-person card game. So that'll be... There'll be more information for that when it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But otherwise, stay tuned for season three because this is going to be a good one. We've got a great new cast member. And we're going to have 64 new characters to go through. So I'm very excited. That's right, Hunters. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Go Beyond Plus Ultra. We'll see you next time.